Hi, how are you? Welcome to another edition of the Good Enough Human Show on Circulate Radio, produced in association with We Are Chester. I'm Angela Ferguson and I'm your host for this episode. The Good Enough Human is a lifestyle podcast and radio show with a small but perfectly formed team of me, Paul Crofts, Sarah Dine and Antonia Jones. We cover artistic and cultural goings-on, both in Chester and beyond, as well as lifestyle and well-being topics. And we have our We Are Chester website and social media channels where you can read more about this sort of stuff. So, since it's Mental Health Awareness Week, with a focus on connecting with nature this year, we'll be taking a look at this important topic. We have a special guest on the show. I'll be chatting to Nicola Hay from Chester, who you may know from her work as Communities Manager at Storyhouse in the city. She'll be talking to us about a walking group, which she volunteers with, which aims to support new parents and carers by inviting them out to get outdoors into nature for fresh air, good company and a bit of exercise. And we'll share some advice from meditation guru, Chloe, from Girl Meditates in Chester. She chatted to us about the benefits of meditation, which we thought was rather fitting in this Mental Health Awareness Week. So thanks for listening and I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, uh, welcome to another episode of the Good Enough Human podcast and Circulate Radio show. One of our special guests this week is one of the people behind a wonderful new initiative or fairly new initiative in Chester called Hyper Local Wellness Walks, where up to around 100 different parents and carers have been coming together to uh, forge a community bolster physical and mental health, get to make new friends and enjoy a walk in the fresh air. And it was founded by a wonderful lady called Rahana, who is also the founder of Mummy Yoga based in Hall. And she was joined about a year ago now by Nicola Hay, who you may also know from working at Storyhouse as communities manager. And they are both... um, really busy as well as their day jobs and their other um, activities and having young children they're really busy coordinating these really successful groups there are now I believe nine different groups across Chester in places like Upton, Tarvin, Westminster Park, Hull Um, so yeah welcome to the podcast Nick Hi, Angela. Thanks for having us. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we were intrigued when we found out about this group and it sounds like it was really needed in Chester, um, judging by the amount of parents and carers who thought, yes, let's get out the house and let's, you know, go and meet new fellow parents and carers and share our worries and enjoy some fresh air. So, um Tell us, Nick, a bit about this brilliant project and why why you do it. Yes, yeah, so we were sort of like mid, to, well, we were in June June last year and Rahana was expecting to be going back to running her amazing classes um, for pregnant mums and postnatal mums in Hall. And yeah, get, she was really looking forward to getting back to running her business but obviously 
um, because of COVID, she didn't. Um, she just had her third child and she was feeling really frustrated that she wasn't getting back to her community and meeting all of her regular customers and supporting them through like their pregnancies and postnatal and stuff like that. And she she just put out a simple like Facebook message one night. You could tell she was really frustrated. Um obviously being in lockdown um and she just said come on like what can we do what like there's something we should be able to do can we restart the hyperlocal wellness walks that had, um another mum had ran for a, a year a couple of years earlier or can we do some events so anyway I saw Rahana's post because I'd been to her classes and uh, yeah I jumped at the opportunity to volunteer as a walk leader coordinator and to um, restart them um so we took maybe I think we waited until after the summer holidays had sort of shifted and all of that got out of everyone's um you know busy lives and in September we we launched the Kingsway walk along the Greenway and then I launched an Upton walk along the Bridal Way because that's round the corner from my house. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so they're basically just one-hour walks for um, mums and parents take, to take their, like, preschool and babies for a walk. And it's really just about having some adult conversation, some exercise, and having that regular opportunity to get out of the house that doesn't require any other planning I think like that's a big thing for me like we can as new parents especially go to all like the perinatal um the prenatal classes and the hypnobirthing and all that sort of jazz and like make whatsapp groups groups and swap numbers but it's almost a bit like dating isn't it like the Mm -hmm. actual then the actual kind of physical process of having to like set up a day and a time and a location it's hard it's it's like hard work so the fact that we could say right every Tuesday's up to every Thursday's Kingsway be there at half ten I'll be there as a volunteer and it's just it was just dead easy, so it kind of just it, it it like well it didn't explode, but it kind of really worked, and people um, saw it as a benefit to their week. So yes, the, we were getting so many good comments about like how like people would genuinely say like oh my god, like this actually gets me through my week, so it's something to look forward to oh. because yeah. That's lovely to hear. So I was going to ask you about any particular feedback that you got from people about the positive impacts it has on them. Because, I mean, it's it was a while ago when my, my children were younger. They're sort of teenagers now, and I've got one who's at left home. But I do remember vividly that feeling of, oh, my goodness, I just want to talk to another human being and just, yeah, get out of these four walls. But at the same time, it can be a bit stressful, can't it, getting everything organised and it can seem a bit much. So this sounds wonderful. I wish they'd had it when I was uh, when I had younger children. <laughs> the, um, they kind of just grew from these two walks. Um, someone was coming from Alsmere Port to the Upton Walk and I was like, 
oh why oh my gosh like do you want to start one in Ellesmere Port and they were like yeah okay like there's a couple of others actually that all live close together we do a similar walk so yeah we'll start Ellesmere Port and then it kind of it like grew like a you know <laughs> spider's web or something of different people coming forward and people saying oh I can start one or then I would sort of put out on a social media page oh there's not a walk-in Tarvin does anyone want to come forward and volunteer for Tarvin so that's how that one got started brilliant um, yeah and I just love how um they're re- like that was one thing that Rahana was really keen on that they were hyper local so we have as many as possible mm. so you don't feel like you have to get in your car and drive <sighs> Oh, I get it. I, I must admit, I was still imagining people getting in cars, but it really hyper local. It really is like on your doorstep. That's wonderful. Yeah, that that's kind of the main thing about it is you know because that would put that puts me off sometimes going out. I'm like I can't face putting Betsy in a car seat <laughs> to go to town or to go somewhere unless Gosh. I've like really paid for it, but the fact that I can just walk out my front door and go and meet this handful of other new mums or parents and have some chance to like fresh out our worries or, you know, share concerns about feeding or whatever. Like they were so crucial, especially for really new mums who were finding themselves like in last year's, situation um and it was just not what anyone was expecting for their maternity leave so um unfortunately like I would have loved it if um we could have started them sooner because by the time we started in September my daughter was nine months eight eight months but they've still really been of benefit to me and for my mental health too like to be honest like coordinating them between September and Christmas I really gave me a focus and um because I'd started to miss my job as well at Story House so yeah um, it was giving me a purpose oh wow so there are so many benefits aren't there of, of getting involved in these groups both as volunteers and coming along and going on the walks um so it's about an hour you say and do they tend to be at a set day and time every week so the way that we run it is that I kind of when we find volunteers I always say to them the walk needs to be something that you're happy with um the route is up to you. It's probably a route that you always have done, maybe on your own. And actually you're walking around that park thinking, why have, why am I not walking with that other mum that's on the other side of the park? Mm. Um, but we can't, you know, but I'm shy and I don't want to go and talk to her, that kind of thing. So, um, and so, yeah, it's everyone the volunteer leaders pick their times that suits them. So most of them start at 10, half 10. One of them starts at 12 noon, you know, so it's really got to suit the volunteer leaders because it's really crucial that they're the consistency. And they're, yeah, because that's what makes it successful, them turning up 
every week at that time. So then whoever books on, no, like has that, they don't have that dreaded feeling of going like, oh God, is someone going to be there? Yeah. Um, gosh, it sounds brilliant. So if anyone um, is listening now and thinks, oh, that sounds great. I'd love to do that. Um, how would they find out more and get involved? So we've got an Instagram page called Mother's Mental Health Matters, which had been set up off the back of a previous project that I'd done with Rahana at Storyhouse about three years ago. So it's Mother's Mental Health Matters, and that's just a public page that you can follow, and that's kind of our main platform. Okay. Um, but then people can book their walks, um, the links on the Instagram account, but the link is actually bookwhen.com forward slash postnatal. And then we've also got a Mother's Mental Health Matters group on Facebook. Um, that's obviously a closed private group that is used for more discussion um, and chat about various things like parenting and exercise and mental health. So... That's, okay that's how you can find out about it and if someone um looks down the list you know because the we've not got a walk yet in Blakeham we've not got um a walk in Vickers Cross okay um you know I could go on but um mm. if if someone wants to start a walk in their local hyperlocal area yeah please get in touch and I can um you know get you set up and add you to the the team fantastic and um just to clarify as well just to double check these are free events are they to get involved with if anyone's interested yeah absolutely they're free and um we are actually fundraising though because we're doing it on zero money at the moment we're just all doing it on the kindness of everyone's like free time um, so we would love to have um, some funds. Um, we've actually, um, Rahana herself pitched up the money to get some high-vis jackets printed for the walk leaders. Um, but yeah, we've actually made some affirmation cards um, that, we're, that are on sale on the Mummy Yoga website. Um, there's a pack of 10 affirmation cards that are beautifully illustrated. They're, we're selling them for £5.00. And then with the funds, with that, then we can use um, to buy like more high visits. We can train our volunteers better. We can reward them. We can create more marketing materials. Great. Um, so, yeah, if anyone wants to sponsor or fund the project, then, um, yeah, please come forward. Or if there's like um, a pot of money that we've missed that we can apply for please tell us <laughs> brilliant because I, I meant to ask you about the affirmation cards I think that one of the things that caught my eye they look so beautiful they're gorgeous oh uh, yeah mm -hmm. yeah um, yeah um Rahana's works with some designers that does a lot of her um you know design for the, the mummy yoga um company so Wow. And they're, they're kind of little affirmations to do with motherhood and positivity and feeling good about, about it. Yeah, so the fir that first set that I've been posting have been, it was actually a set of 10 affirmations that I'd chosen online. Um, so last 
um, last October, um, I was actually suffering really quite badly with my mental health and I was like as a new mum and I'd got to a point where I needed to access some counselling to deal with the rage that I was getting and and anyway there was a point when I was talking to the counsellor um and I'd said oh I'd done some affirmation cards for when I was like practicing hypnobirthing and getting ready to like go through labor and I was like I don't understand why I've not made any affirmation cards for parenting because actually parenting is so much harder in my opinion than giving birth yeah <laughs> and what it has been in my experience I had quite an easy labor but um so anyway I went online and found 10 I picked up 10 10 affirmations that that really like affiliated with me is that the right word yeah um, yeah and so I sent them to Rahana and yes she, yeah, she then put them on these illust- beautiful illustrations and uh, so those those 10 affirmations are connected to my story but anyone can buy them and we're kind of sort of also saying that if someone wants to um provide their 10 affirmations then we can like keep building and creating more packs um oh wow like that are connected to different people's stories so that's lovely that's a really powerful um story behind it all and hopefully they will go on to raise money and help other parents and carers in similar situations that that you were in and many of us many of us are have been in okay so um can you give us a quick rundown of where the um hyperlocal wellness walks are available at the moment course yes so on Mondays we are in Tarvin and that's a really lovely woodland walk along the back behind the primary school in Ellesmere Port the the group there meet at the golf course golf club and they walk it's a really lovely another woodland walk through the golf course and down to River Cavalli um, and then finally on a Monday it's Saltney and they meet by go outdoors and walk along the Greenway. <clears throat> Lovely. Um, on a Tuesday, um, it's Upton and we do the bridal path um, through the zoo. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, we do our, the garden quarter walk meets at the cop and walks around the race course to the groves and back. Nice. <laughs> That's a really nice walk. Um, Westminster Park is just around the park. And then Hall meet in Alexandra Park, but then do a kind of a loop through the houses and back again to the park. Um, on And then on Thursday, it's Huntington slash Satan. So there's a massive housing estate that's on the old Satan camp there. Um, well, it's kind of classed as Huntington. Um, but yeah, so they walk, um, meet behind the co-op on the new estate and then walk around the houses in Huntington and through a bit. There's a really lovely park actually called Jubilee Park that's a bit hidden. Um, so they walk around that. Um, and then Kingsway is actually is moving to Tuesday um, from next month, from May. Um, okay. So the Kingsway walk will meet outside um, the Limefields Play Park opposite the Kingsway shops and walk along the Greenway. 
Oh, lovely. So there's a heck of a lot going on there that um, I didn't know about until recently. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. And um, if you're listening and thinking, oh, you know, should I get involved? Maybe I should. How do I find out more? Then, yeah, hopefully this has given you the inspiration and the encouragement to do it. Get stuck in. You will not regret it. It sounds like a really, really wonderful initiative. So thank you so much for talking to us, Nick. Thanks, Angela. So as part of our look at Mental Health Awareness Week 2021, we thought we'd take a handy little look back at the chat that we had earlier this year for one of our first episodes of the Good Enough Human podcast with Chloe from Chester-based Girl Meditates. And we'll share a few pointers from her that we thought were pertinent um, to remind us all of how we do sometimes just need to take a break, take a pause and try and find some mindful moments. So over to Chloe and myself and Antonia and Sarah to find out a bit more. We began by asking Chloe how you can begin to go about trying to meditate. If you're a beginner, I would say start with one deep breath because some people don't even know how to breathe properly. They're so stressed all the time. Putting out my hand here. They're so stressed. Yes all the time that because if we are stressed we need to get air in quick so we 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 get it into the top of our lungs and that's when we start to hyperventilate a little bit you get a little bit breathless so when you do have the time what meditation teaches you is to well some some forms of meditation when I say that there are thousands of ways to meditate the way that I do it is a guided more like mindfulness meditation Um, but when you have the time to breathe you breathe more kind of into your lower stomach. So if you've ever seen a a baby sleep, they're the best breathers because they're just breathing and their tummy will rise and fall. So that sends a signal then to your brain that, oh my gosh, everyone, she's got time to breathe. We mustn't be in any danger. We're in a very calming situation. So everything in the body can kind of balance out. Whereas when you're trying to get air in quickly, you're sending the signal that we're in a dangerous situation. How should we be breathing then, Chloe? I mean, should we be breathing through our nose, our mouth? I mean, mean, I always kind of breathe through my nose. If ever I'm starting a meditation, I'll breathe through my nose and then breathe out my mouth just to kind of almost kind of signal the start of a meditation that this is, you know, our quiet time. This is I'm getting my body kind of down. I'm decompressing my system a little bit. Um, but it, it's just about noticing because I'll know my kind of stresses, I will find I'll start to get a bit breathlessness. So I know I'm stressed. And it's just about having that awareness to then think, OK, I'm a little bit stressed. Something's happening in my life right now that's making me feel this way. So let's just switch into some little deep breathing. Um, but yeah, any beginner, I just say, let, let's start with a minute of deep breathing. That's all we're doing. A minute a day. 
Yeah, because if you come to someone and say, okay, you've got to meditate for 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes in the evening, the mm-hmm. first thing you're going to think is, I haven't got time for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm busy. I've got other things to do. So then you don't want to do it because it feels like a chore. Whereas if you say to someone a minute, usually everyone's got a minute in the day where they can do it, whether you're standing in a queue, especially now getting into supermarkets, we've got lists. And I love that idea of recognising <laughs> when you're stressed, though, because, yeah. you know, often... You know, I mean, we all get stressed and I've never yeah. actually thought to take a step back and think, gosh, you're stressed, just breathe. Yeah. Yeah. and stress is inevitable. You, really, we need stress and anxiety. If you step out in front of a car in the road, you want your body to flood with stress hormone to get you back to safety. So it's not about mm. eliminating stress and anxiety because it keeps you alive. It's just about recognising when yeah. it kind of tips over from keeping you alive to actually being a real hindrance day to day you know if you get social anxiety in situations where you shouldn't or if you wake up every morning with it it's it's just recognizing okay this is it's really hindering daily life rather than helping me. Okay, so we're back with Chloe from uh, Girl Meditates based in Chester for some more tips on how to de-stress and to pause and take time out to help our mental health. We're looking at this as part of Mental Health Awareness Week 2021. I would recommend to... Try and get to the root of why you're stressed. Um, Because I kind of found when I started meditating, that was the biggest thing. Because you're forced to stop, to pause, um, you start to kind of get to know yourself a little bit more. And I was realizing, okay, I, I kind of behave or have these behaviors or habits because of this or that. Um, so you just understand what the root of it is. Um, and then you can kind of, become more aware of why you're stressed there's there's always kind of a route um but yeah for someone who's constantly stressed I would I would say kind of look at your life look at your diet if you're drinking enough water what you're consuming mentally on social media do you always have a device in your hand are you getting too much screen time every day are you kind of getting enough vitamin d are you getting outside to get some sunlight it's just i would really kind of strip it back to basics to see what's making me super stressed in life and what can i really what's attainable for me to do today to move towards a less stressful life so I would kind of start with a five minute meditation I wouldn't go for the hour long 20 minute ones I'd grab five minutes in the day and really kind of give it a go as well I think some people do one type of meditation and they can't turn their brain off so they think oh I can't ever do meditation again um but I would find something I even tell people if meditation is not your thing do something maybe even like mindful movement maybe some art therapy do something that kind of lets you drop into that cool kind of riding the wave feeling that meditative state because there's no point me saying come on guys let's meditate and if you don't want to do it you're going to really push against it so I know not every single person on the planet is going to want to meditate, but if you just find something that makes you feel at that 
place of calm and peace then it's going to help you so yeah we're all individual aren't we yeah it's it's just about finding what you what fits into your life what makes you feel good like I say if you know sitting in a car park listen to screamo in your car <laughs> makes you feel chilled out then do that like it's not you know do what makes you feel good not what everyone else is doing you're listening to the good enough human show on circulate radio now we're back with chloe from girl meditates for some tips on how meditation can help you to deal with feelings of stress and overwhelm I, I do a lot of guided, so especially if you're a beginner, you kind of want to listen to someone's voice because you, you really, if you're a beginner, you want to be guided. Otherwise, you're kind of thinking, am I doing it right? Or, you know, I'm thinking about what I'm making for tea tonight. Should I be doing that? <laughs> um, but I just teach in my classes to kind of listen to my voice, listen to the music. And then when you feel that pull of your thoughts are taking you away to worry or anxiety or, you know, you shouldn't be doing this. This is really indulgent. You should be doing something else. It's about that awareness of realizing that it's happened and then just pulling your focus back to either your breath, the physical sensation of your breath coming in and out, Um, or just I always say focus on you know the space between your uh, eyebrows Um, if you're the kind of person who thinking about your breath makes you think oh am I I breathing properly you know you never really have to think about your breath Um, it's just focusing on on something to bring you back rather than getting caught in that spiral of overwhelm where one thought leads to another and then you start to feel anxious and then you're thinking I haven't got time to do this I need to be doing something else I need to be productive this is lazy um so yeah it's just bringing the focus back and that will happen 10 20 30 times it doesn't matter how many times it happens it's just becoming aware that it's happened because that can translate really well into daily life where if you've ever experienced stress or anxiety, you can feel that spiral happening and then you realise, oh, it's happening again. I can just bring the focus back. And it is, I call it the meditation muscle because you're working that muscle. You you, you really are working a muscle in, in your mind. Um, and the more you do it, the stronger it gets. And you will find that that kind of overwhelm doesn't overwhelm you so much because you become aware that it's happening rather than kind of thinking that oh my gosh the worst thing's going to happen you think okay I know what's happening I'll bring the focus back. Right you're listening to the Good Enough Human show on Circulate Radio we're going to go back to Chloe from Girl Meditates for one last little chat about the benefits of meditation and the sort of thing you can expect if you do go along either online or face-to-face at some point to a meditation session. Okay, so I would tell you to kind of shut off any other devices or any um, distractions that may happen. I tell you to tell anyone in your immediate environment that I'm, I'm meditating, this is important, so please don't distract me for the next 20, 30 minutes. This is kind of my time. Um, and then I'd kind of get us all to sit in a mindful but comfortable position. If sitting down was not your you know, thing for whatever reason, you need to lie down, that's fine. Um, and then I kind of start always start my meditations with three deep breaths and you can close your eyes or cast your gaze down um, and we progressively 
relax the the face the jaw and the shoulders because these are the spaces that we find you know sometimes are super super tight but you don't realize until someone says unclench your jaw and gently drop your shoulders you kind of think oh my gosh I can't believe I've been like this all day and hadn't even realized um so we go through that because I think that's just the easiest way to get people to initially relax um because I don't, if someone's coming to me for their first session, I don't expect them to be super zen straight away. So it is just about getting them to some sort of relaxation where they feel comfortable. And then we'll go through a guided bit where you'll just listen to my voice and we might be doing kind of a body scan. So we'll focus on each part of the body and we'll relax it. Um, We might be doing a visualization where I'll be talking about kind of your happy place or a beach scene or a forest or anything to kind of take you out of your day, out of your kind of daily stresses and just into that present moment. Because 99% of the time, the present moment is actually super chill and super calm it's it's us thinking about what's going to happen in the future I've got all of this stuff to do what have I got to do tomorrow oh my gosh I'm gonna I've got to get into work tomorrow and I've got to have a meeting with this person so it's just about getting you into that present moment rather than that what if um and then we'll go through the meditation there'll be some parts where I'll kind of go quiet and that's to get you to honestly just become a little bit comfortable with yourself with the silence with the background music um because a lot of people come to me and they say you know I can't I don't want to be quiet with myself because I don't know what's going to come up and I think that's so what a sad feeling to not be comfortable with yourself I can't I totally understand it because people think something weird's going to happen and they're going to lose their mind and meditation is this weird thing where they haven't got control over them of your mind but really all, all I like to do is kind of teach people how to just decompress their system Many thanks to Chloe from Girl Meditates for sharing her tips on trying your hand at meditation and that's a wrap for this week If you want to hear more, then you can find this and previous episodes of The Good Enough Human on Podbean, Spotify and iTunes. And we'll be back here on Circulate Radio in two weeks' time. Many thanks to our special guests, Nicola Hay from Hyperlocal Wellness Walks and Chloe from Girl Meditates. Thanks also to Dr Stephen Kenyon-Owen for the Ace Music, which brings our podcast to life. And thank you for listening. Take care and we'll see you soon.